Welcome to Made for Profit, a podcast where we talk business in the shop and help you monetize as a maker. Each week we cover business topics to help you grow your full-time business or your side hustle. We'll also bring you interviews from a variety of people winning in their space to share valuable business insights and life lessons. I'm Brad Rodriguez, a full-time content creator running FixThisBuildThat.com, and my co-host John Malecki runs a full-time furniture company and his content site, JohnMalecki.com. We've been growing our successful businesses online, and we want to bring you into the conversation and help you grow along with us. Welcome to episode 76. It's time for another rendition of What's New with Instagram. We're going to go through some of the new features and talk about what's currently working on the platform for us and where to focus your efforts for the biggest impact. But before we get into it, we do want to thank a new member to the MFP patron tribe this week. We had Blake Weber. Thank you so much, Blake. Uh, If you want to support the show and get some awesome rewards, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash made for profit. John, what is up, my man? Uh, just getting in the swing of being in the new shop, man, with the holidays coming around, you and I just threw a call out there to our patron tribe on Facebook about year end wrap up. And we're in the thick of it right now, just trying to hit sponsor fulfillments as well as, you know, getting the, the rest of the video content we have to get out. So I have a, I now have an office in the new shop and the last couple of weeks have been insane between, you know, wiring and setup, as well as I got the shop flooring done, trimmed out the whole thing, trying to get a little bit better sound quality buffering and stuff in here so that um, I'm not ruining our editor's life with <laughs> with the ambient noise and <laughs> the such. Echo but, box but from last week, yeah. yeah. If you guys can bear with me on this, uh, you know, it's it's been a process. But yeah, I'm still in the thick of that um, and starting to get back into making a few projects. Actually got some stuff on the bench here. That should be coming out video content wise before this before this episode drops. That is actual project builds and not the vlog stuff. So exciting, exciting, exciting. Yeah, dude. Uh, just finishing up. I got uh, just a few little shop storage projects to go for the end of the year, and then I'll be done, man. I'm I'm uh, excited to take a little bit of time off for the holidays and uh, head up to Ohio and hang out with uh, with my wife's family for a while. It's always fun. And, uh, and actually, so that's how I met my wife. My brother-in-law is like, uh, one of my good friends and that's, he was dating my wife's sister and that's how I met my wife. So it's kind of fun. So it's like built in, uh, you know, I've got a cool brother-in-law already. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that rules. <laughs> it was, it was pretty cool. All my friends are married to the same group of women. They're all like best friends. And then the guys are best friends. So it's super nice. And then I'm just like on the outside, me and Sarah, <laughs> yeah, it makes it real convenient for them. <laughs> yeah, so that is nice. All right. Well, what we want to do is hit on Instagram. We try to hit Instagram about once a quarter uh, to just give you the updates because so much has been changing. And uh, we're kind of getting into the the summer, man. I know the last time we did the update, it was like new feature after new feature, a little bit quieted down. It seems like uh, that new feature uh, kind of wave for them is is around the summer time frame and. And because that's kind of happened the past two years, but so not a ton of of new things that are really you know life changing, uh, like like IGTV. But there's starting to be a lot of new changes. We definitely think you guys uh, would be interested in. So, John, why don't you hit us off with uh, some of those the first ones that you're seeing over there? So a few of the new features that came out recently. The one big one that Instagram was pushing kind of hard is that is the Instagram like barcode that uh, like the Snapchat ripoff um, sort of 
take a photo of your uh, profile and share it kind of uh, coding yeah, what is system. It, QR code? That, that- yeah, yeah, I don't I don't speak Spanish, so I don't really know, <laughs> but like you know the, uh, that feature itself it's inherently cool. Um and it's cool if you can execute on it well. We kind of talked about this in the after show a little bit as well as on some of our coaching calls on how you can integrate it into your content and your work and such and um you have to you have to use it. I think you have to use it smartly and intently um, if you're going to be someone who adapts this like barcode QR code type thing. And with that being said, it, it could be something you could subtly add into the backdrop of your content, as well as um, you know, in, encouraging people to pause and sh- take a screenshot of your content. You know, if you're using it on YouTube or in videos and such. Um, but for us, you know, it's. <laughs> it's not something you and I are going to adapt easily just because we, the way we use Instagram and in order for general brand promotion type stuff, um, it makes it a little bit more difficult, but if you're still out, you know, pounding the pavement and running and gunning for followers and you're in an event or such, and you want to, you know, have someone follow you, I think the code could be a cool way to just, you know, Hey, scan my code real quick, you know, follow me on Instagram kind of thing, as well as putting it on business cards, um, with the technologies and laser, or if you want to do Brad's five ways to print on wood, you could put it on, you know, small items kind of thing. And there's all kinds of ways to use it. You just have to make sure that you're using it smartly and driving people towards it. Um, so that was kind of a cool feature. Uh, when Instagram uh, kind of re- launched it, I thought immediately back to how Snapchat used it. And Snapchat, right. um, you could people were putting it in a lot of their content early to get you to follow and use that to sign up. And it was quite convenient when I was on Snapchat. Um, to just, you know, have someone take that little barcode and, and be able to go follow yeah. you. Um, but I don't, I feel like it's a little bit spammy on the Instagram platform just because they were such well, late adopters. Instagram is, yeah. And Instagram, I feel like is more searchable than, uh, than Snapchat was or is or whatever. If that is, is that still a thing? I don't know. Snapchat? Okay, yeah, I, I think I it is. I, I've, yeah, I deleted it. It's the most distracting yeah. thing I think I ever did in my life. Yeah, it's and I was on it for about half a minute, um, and then IG came out with the stories, and I was like, "Yes, Bye. this is wonderful." Uh, so yeah, I, I agree with you. I think where it would also come in handy because I, I'm not a fan, honestly. I mean, I, I, I think it's silly, um, like because it's not hard to search. But that being said, if you have like a weird name, a weird handle that is like easily misspelled, or that there are a lot of similar people. Uh, with, you know, especially if you have, you know, a more, you know, generic, uh, kind of, you know, woodshop, like, like Jim's woodshop, like, right. Something like that, that, and then you've got Jim's underscore woodshop and you've got Jim dot, dot, where, you know, all those things where somebody searches in, they're like, well, which one is this dude? (laughs) Um, that, you know, having that could be nice to be able to make it, uh, super crispy and clear uh, and we'll see where it goes. But, uh, you know, to me, I feel like it's, it's just a, a nice little feature that, uh, like you said, you know, maybe you throw it on your business card and just kind of forget about it because I think that one would be nice to have on there. Um, although, you know, like I put my just handle on there. So if you've got it in text, it's easy for somebody to type in. But any way that you can make it easier for people to find you is a good thing. So I'm I'm OK with it. I, I, I think it's cool, but I don't think it's going to uh, change the earth or anything. Uh, one thing, though, that is kind of uh, changing the earth or at least Facebook and Instagram trying to to really uh, get on the bandwagon here and fix what they've done is uh, IGTV. And we talked about IGTV and we talked about how uh, we're not fans. And we're the biggest reason why we were not fans is because they're not pushing it on their own platform and it's not searchable 
So it's not, uh, you know, it doesn't have any of the benefits that you would get with, say, a YouTube. And it's it's tough. And we therefore didn't put any time into it. And and honestly, we're still not. But one of the things that they have done now is incorporated that into the Explore tab. And that is huge. I think that's a big step forward. And I am getting served IGTV a lot more often. I don't know if you're the same. I'm sure you are, John. But uh, like I'll get like little like notifications, basically, like whenever I open up Instagram, there's typically at the top of my Instagram like app, not even like in the feed. Mm-hmm. It'll have like a video that that's like a almost like a banner ad. Yeah, this you know, started like, like a, two days ago for me. Yeah, it's it's very recent. And now that I see them doing that, it's really, you know, I'm starting to wonder again what I want to do. I still hate the fact that I'm going to have to edit for (laughs) for portrait. Um, And and I know, you know, Gary Vee just says, screw it. And he just like everything he puts on there just says rotate phone. (laughs) And, and, uh, you know, that's another way to approach it. But uh, but they are definitely starting to push it. So uh, IGTV doesn't seem to be going away and exactly the opposite. They seem like they are trying to figure out how to make it work. So keep your eyes out for that. And if you are um, if you've been doing IGTV, you know, now is a great time that you might be positioned to really take advantage of uh, the push that they're putting in. Yeah. The other aspect that I thought was cool with IGTV was it's being served in your Explore tab, too. Um, so that rolled out a little bit earlier and, and not just, yeah, I just on- said that. Yeah, but yours is like in the feed. <laughs> no, it, the Explore tab too. That's what I'm saying. No, no, you definitely said feed. <laughs> Everybody's like, John, he's, he just said it. They're going to go back and rewind, John. They're going to know. Good. That's what we want. More time on platform is what we're going for here. <laughs> but with this serving in the Explore tab, what I found is interesting is that it's realizing that because of certain hashtags, usability, the type of people that you look at, the type of content you look at, when we talked about it in last episode, um, on Instagram and how you're using the platform, say you're a woodworker, but you follow a bunch of dog um, accounts or whatever. If you're interacting with those dogs accounts, that's the type of stuff that's going to get served to you and explore, not the woodworking type stuff that you're possibly posting. So going back to last episode on Instagram, where we talked about kind of curating the accounts you follow, if you're using your own, say, personal account like I do, and you want to be featured and seen in more of the uh, you know, content where your business is revolving around it, that that's why that can become important. Um, that's kind of where I was going to. So if, if Brad did, <laughs> if Brad did happen to mention that it was in the explore <laughs> tab, um, my point in bringing it back up is that if you haven't been curating the type of accounts you follow and the people you follow, um, this isn't a prime example of the reasons why you may want to do that and may want to start doing that. Um, especially if you're going to be posting on IGTV and trying to get seen more there, um, that's going to be kind of where you're being uh, served and pulled from um, in that context. And I think it's a really easy, you know, example of why you yeah. don't want to, why you don't want to be following 97 well, sports apps to dog dog accounts and stuff. If you you're know what's interesting though, business. I you know what's interesting though, John is like I I feel like they have gotten way smarter, also which is already scary. But uh, because I don't even know if that matters as much as much as it is what you binge or what you watch or what you like, because I am stuck. I I went I may have I think it was the after show I discussed this. I was stuck in this like, you know, uh, import hot rod tuner, uh, you know, car like spiral of 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 death. Because I watched like, you know, I binged like a half hour of those videos of dudes drifting and, you know, just doing all this crazy stuff. <laughs> and it served that stuff to me for like 
uh, like a month. And finally, it's gone. But now I'm in a new one. And it is sports highlights. Yeah. So when you're talking about sports, like, you know, I, I, I just I watched Derrick Henry just mow over dudes like, yeah. you know, that 99 yard run. Uh, you know, I watched that like 87 times. And so uh, that was on top of watching like some baseball. So now like all I'm getting served is sports in my explore tab. And I don't follow I'll, all I, I do follow sports center. So even if you're not following these accounts, if you're interacting and watching, it's going to get served. But the, I, I think the moral of the story there, too, is that I, I think that as much as we like to say, you know, hashtagging definitely for sure is like they understand, like I'm assuming that these accounts and the stuff that's I'm getting served obviously probably has some of the same hashtags and that's how it's getting served to me. Uh, but it's also people who have watched like this one video. Well, they watch these other videos. So, uh, you know, I, I think that Instagram is getting smarter in the sense that they're going to help you out, but they still need to know like there needs to be that searchability. And so, like you said, John, you know, that that hashtag or just like who you interact with. And it's it's just that spider web of how are, how is your account connected to other accounts? And uh, as long as people are finding interest in your account, then it's going to serve it to even more and more people. Uh, and that's just kind of the way of the algorithm, I guess. Uh, but man, they are they are getting smart. But at the same time, I just want to be like, dude, I'm done. Like, appreciate all the sports stuff. Like, just give me the off button. Like, yeah. <laughs> send me <laughs> send me back to my safe place. Yeah. And and tactically what's important here is that if you're trying to grow a following based around an industry, but you like to personally consume content outside the industry, it's hard to interact in the sports community, say for instance, and pull those followers over to say the woodworking community. So, you know, the reason that you want to (laughs) curate your following and try to stay down the rabbit holes of things that are pertinent to your content is that it gives you an opportunity to engage and grow in the community, which is what, what Instagram truly thrives on, um, for growth potential is, you know, you commenting and liking, and then getting in there and conversation and such with accounts where people are going to be interested in what you're doing. If you're posting, you know, cutting board finish videos and you're commenting on Derek Hendry's 99 yard run, obviously it's going to be a little different to try to pull the people that are watching that video of Derek Henry over to your account. So you can see how, you know, why this is kind of important and why it's, you know, the curation that, content. That I, is a wonderful point, John. Like, I, I love that point in that, like, if I'm going to say, like, in that the new, uh, wait, I don't, we need to put this on here too, the activity thing, the activity, that that's a big thing. So mm. uh, now they tell you how long you've been on and you can actually set a reminder. So I've got a reminder on mine that says, like, you know, you've been on Instagram for one hour. So, you know, about 930 every morning I get that, hey, you know, <laughs> you've been on for one hour. <laughs> but, but, uh, when, if you're spending time and we've talked about that definitely in the past is like, if you're spending only a certain amount of time on Instagram, are you, if you're really trying to do it to grow your business, that time that you're watching Derek Henry mow over a bunch of dudes, could you have spent that commenting on other people's content and engaging with the community versus just eye candy of just something that you're just kind of digesting without really thinking about it. That is actually a really great point to think about how, you're using your time on Instagram and are you using it wisely for your business? You know, of course, like whatever, like, you, you know, you get your own personal time. We're not telling you not to have any fun uh, and, and watch any fun videos or anything. But it's a great like I that kind of just hit me between the eyes like, oh, that's a really great point because, yeah, I get caught up watching these things when really I, I really just want it to be for business. And, I've you know, and I like keeping up with sports and that's why I try to follow sports that are. But then they just they get me, man. They 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 hit me with that viral content. I can't stop watching it. Yeah. They know. And we're all human too beings. Good. What happens to me a ton is that because, you know, I'm in my uh, early 30s, 
the age demographic of my friends and stuff is all, you know, weddings and babies. So all of my friends, that's the content they post. And it, this is a great excuse for me to not follow them anymore. Uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. All business over here. I cannot follow you any longer <laughs> because it, it messes with the algorithm. So um, yeah. if you're looking for that excuse and you want to be, uh, you know, kind of a, a prick to your buddies like myself, go ahead and do that. But there's also a reason behind it, like Brad and I were just touching on, is that if you want to be engaging in the community, you want to be you watching, consuming and, you know, uh, con conversing on content that is pertinent to the community. I love sports. You know that every Sunday I get the same feed uh, that you were just talking about. It's football up and down because that's all I'm doing all day Sunday watching the NFL kind of thing. So um, think about that. And and as you get your you know growth concepts and, and how you want to be interacting and using the platform, just have that in the back of your head as you can easily see Instagram itself serving IGTV in your explore feed more geared towards the content you're going to binge compared to hashtagged content, which it's been in the past. Um, another awesome, you know, kind of a little, I guess, update to the platform that we are digging right now is the uh, is the replies um, and specifically in the notification tab. In the past, uh, you've had to go back on yes. an individual post and reply to comments. And what's really cool a feature that they released, I'm going to say like six weeks ago or so, is that you can reply now in your notification tab. And for, and for you know, people that have larger followings like myself and Brad, my notification tab is just likes all Ridiculous. day long. And it's very difficult to keep up with. But if you happen to catch a comment while you're looking on platform, you can just hop right on that notification now and reply. And it's actually done a lot for me on being able to reply in almost real time when I'm using the platform or I'm looking at something and a notification pops up, it just takes, you know, having to click one or two more things away and let you do it right in feed, which is which is really cool. And, and I like it. And I like seeing that they're trying to adapt the platform more for usability for not only the content creator, but the content consumer, too, um, because that's a good opportunity for them now who may not have as many notifications to go right into that notification tab. And then you can start a conversation there. Yeah. And where it really shines is uh, for old content. Right. So, yeah, my my typical MO is like, you know, I, I post daily uh, and I will post and I spend a lot of time in the comments in the beginning, like like we have been preaching for a long time, just trying to drive a bit of engagement and respond. Uh, and then, you know, I back off uh, after the first uh, half hour or so and I'll but I'll go back and check it, you know, a few more times during the day, depending upon how the post is doing. and. Uh, but it's all geared around that one post. So I'm like clicking in and actually going into the post. I don't ever go to the notifications tab for that type of activity. Uh, but then when I'm looking in the notifications tab, maybe later in the day, I might see somebody comment on a post from, you know, three days ago or, or three weeks ago or three months ago. I mean, there's, this is crazy. Like, so I had one the other day that was like, it was a post from like <laughs> 2017. I was like, okay. Yes. And, uh, and, and like you said, it's like, you're, it's kind of like a fleeting thing. So, I would say 90%, uh, eh, maybe 80%, 80% of the notifications I get are probably from likes. Um, you know, maybe another 15 would be follows and then, you know, a handful of comments. And so when you do catch that comment and you can, the nice thing is they show the little thumbnail of what they commented on. So you can tell like, oh, that's not, you know, that's an old post or that's not the post I just put up. That's the perfect time uh, because that, that one always, I hated that, that, you would see it in there, then you'd click on it and it wouldn't even take you to their comment. You'd have to scroll through and like find where they replied. So if it had like 
80 comments and then you see, oh, there's a new comment and you could read what the comment was. But then when you go to reply, it was like kind of hidden and you had to search for it and hit, you know, more comments. So really like that feature. And, and I totally agree with you, John. And I think for old content, it really it really does a good job. Yeah, I've been noticing the same thing. That's a great point there. So uh, keep an eye on that as you're using the platform more. I think that's going to become I wouldn't be surprised to start seeing a lot more of Instagram's concepts rolling out in functions you barely notice like that. I mean, I, I didn't notice until Sam, uh, my 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 uh, employee told me he was like, hey, uh, <laughs> did you see this is in the notification? I was like, no, because I'm completely oblivious and I'm, I just monotonously go through my day all the time without paying attention. So I wouldn't be surprised if they started rolling out more stuff like that, which is uh, which is really, really cool. Um, so. Continuing along, you know, we've got IGTV being served. We've got uh, the barcodes coming in and there's a lot of new stuff going on as far as updates on Instagram with new features and, and new cool concepts. But I think one update recently that kind of caught us, you know, a little bit off guard that we're uh, we're used to but haven't seen in a while is The Purge. The Purge. <laughs> so, it's a good movie series, by the way. It's pretty decent. I mean, it's kind of cheesy, but, you know, some of them are bad, but I, I liked it. Yeah. Um, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. So as you, Side you know, if, if you saw, I, I want to say it was like a month ago, maybe a little more than that. Um, Instagram released that they will be uh, going back and purging the platform of robot accounts or fake accounts or any, uh, you know, of those accounts where if you want to buy followers and grow your account, um they're getting rid of those. So they're no longer going to, you know, be on your, if you go look at your followers and your numbers dropped significantly recently, that could possibly be why. Um, and I think that's great. We both think that's great. There's a lot of, you know, hardworking individuals out there that are putting all the time and effort they can into growing really, really good tribes, um, really strong followings. And I think the purging of the robot accounts and all of the fake accounts is fantastic. I always giggle um, when I see a local small business, which is what happens a ton, um, that's like brand new and has 80,000 followers on Instagram and they're getting 11 likes on a photo. And you're like, hmm, <laughs> what happened here? Um, yeah, I yeah. mean, your numbers are completely diluted it, it, and all that stuff. And it doesn't look good for the brand. So like it I doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. And you and you shouldn't. There, there's a lot of uh, so somebody posted and and thank you for whoever that was. And I. I forget. I don't know who it was, but uh, somebody posted in the Facebook group, the Made for Profit Tribe Facebook group, uh, an article that was about buying followers. And like there, there's some pretty like well-known accounts that uh, are not accounts, but businesses who who sell followers. And it was really uh, the story was specifically around Twitter. And there's all this crazy information and how they like how it, it kind of went into detail about how they spoof accounts and they it was pretty crazy, actually. And they had um, they will actually like to try to, you know, they're trying to get advanced on. So it doesn't look just like a robot account, like, you know, five, nine, two, HQ, five, seven, three, that it's actually like a person's name. And they will take people's accounts. And then if especially if you have an I or a uh, lowercase, an uppercase I or a lowercase L, they will kind of swap those because those you know are hard to pick up that those are different sometimes in the in the feed. Um, when you're looking at them. So uh, like in somebody's name and they will basically take those accounts and have spoofed accounts. And so it looks like it's a real account, but it's not. And they'll actually steal the profile pictures and everything. Uh, so, I mean, that's like big business. And it was pretty amazing, like reading that article 
uh, some of the some of the people who were who actually had these fake accounts. It was like big name celebrities who like, you know, a quarter of their account was all bought and everything. So that's like a really prevalent thing out there. Uh, and, and again, this was around Twitter, but obviously on Instagram, it's the same. And so, again, Facebook's getting smarter. They're figuring this out. And, and on the Instagram platform, they're trying to get rid of that and completely agree with you, John. Like it, that does nothing but good uh, for the community. Uh, you know, and, and the one thing we have we don't have on here, but my gosh, it is getting so bad. And we've talked about it in the past are just these these reposting and T-shirt selling accounts. And it is to the point uh, where you, you can't fight them. You can't beat them. And you can only fight them. Actually, and actually, John, I don't know that we've even talked about this. There's a new feature. I won't dive deep into it, but there's a new feature that Facebook has that is called, I believe it's called Rights Manager. It is called Rights Manager because it's open behind your face in the window. Um, not your window, my window. Uh, <laughs> and and the Rights Manager. And now it only works for video, unfortunately, but you can basically upload in your videos to Facebook and claim copyright. And so I do that now. Uh, so you will more than likely never see my content reposted on Instagram anymore, my video. Uh, you, you still have to go in there and take it down, but we will absolutely dive into that. But, but they have gotten, again, better about that. And it will literally go in there and pick up when people are doing it and you can block it. You don't have to go through that horrible, crazy, uh, you know, copyright, uh, thing. So it's, it's actually not removing the content. It just blocks it. And that's a really, really cool feature. I wish they had that for pictures, but it's only for video right now. So, uh, I love that they're going against the, the robots and the reposters and the content stealers, uh, and trying to make the community better. Yeah. I mean, it's a mathematical system when it comes down to it, which can be figured out to an extent. And because of that, you know, people are going to take advantage of it. So seeing the platform itself, you know, trying to get rid of all of that negativity, I, you could call it, um, I think it's fantastic. It is quite comical. Like you were touching on to see a massive account, uh, just lose a bunch of followers because, you know, their publicist or something bought, bought a bunch of them when they were getting started or whatever. But yeah, that's some really good stuff. So if you saw any massive changes in your numbers, you probably did nothing wrong. Um, what happens a lot of times, too, is that if you, for instance, follow someone like Brad, who's got a very large following and, uh, you know, some account will go and they'll take a robot that'll go and follow and unfollow and try to get your attention and do all that kind of stuff. Um, and those robots can potentially just be fake. Uh, and, and a lot of those people can be fake. And, you know, they'll purge those accounts whenever possible. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they'll just scrape the following. And yeah, and that was, the that was a big and, thing. Uh, I want to say about like 2013 or 14, um, when the, you know, people were starting to use Instagram for marketing, you could, you could, you could pay for a robot that would go and do that for you. Um, and I, I, <laughs> it was way different then than it is now. But with that, you know, if you weren't doing anything wrong, I wouldn't really concern yourself with it because they're not quality followers anyway. And it'll actually help your impressions and help your engagement numbers having that lower, smaller following um, with more engagement um, and, and all the things that we're actually looking for here to add value as well. So moving yes. away from kind of the uh, Instagram's updates and new features and such, um, we wanted to move into kind of, you know, what's working for us right now. Like, I don't think we've said it enough, Brad, but I heard about this like whole video thing. I don't know if you've heard about it. Uh, <laughs> well, what's funny is like, I, I mean, we can't say it enough. 
because we had a question like somebody literally was just asking about uh, in in one of the in the Facebook group, um, and they were asking like, hey, is you know, do you still? Uh, I, I know video is good, but what about how your feed? And I'm like, hey, listen, I don't care how my feed looks anymore. Uh, as far because I know that was a big thing, and and you know, we're not we're not uh, photographer. Uh, bloggers or we're not photographers that are sharing on Instagram. Like we are content creators. We are video creators. And so having, so when you look at your feed, like if you just pull out and looked at my bio, you would see uh, 90 plus percent videos in my feed. And uh, it, it doesn't look the same and as beautiful as, uh, as curated pictures would like a portfolio, but uh, it is 10 times as engaging as a static picture. And, and it just like video is where it's at. Uh, we, we've said it before, I'll say it again, and we'll continue to say it until it changes, is that um, I am putting, again, 90%, if not more, uh, of my content into video because it is helping me grow faster than I've ever grown. And it also, it, it is easier as well because all I do is take, uh, I, I take content I'm already shooting for my YouTube videos and then I can just make a little, just a little story, a little vignette, a little thing. Uh, and it's, it's basically, I'm just walking you along the process. So instead of just taking pictures and then showing you a YouTube video at the end, like you're basically seeing the YouTube video one day at a time as I go through the process, you know, little snippets of it at least. Uh, and, and man, it, and video is just, just so hot right now. Hansel, so hot right now. So hot. Um, the, <laughs> the cool part about it is I think, um, it, seeing the evolution of like actual content creators, like people that are putting in the time and the effort to grow uh, real followings and real tribes, you got to put the time and effort in to make video. And like, I think that that's actually what's separating a lot of the pack um, is that, you know, in our, in, in our niche and what we're doing, the people that are putting the time and effort into video, we're really seeing the rewards. I mean, we say it all the time. There's nothing wrong with throwing up, photos still. I mean, there's still a lot of accounts that crush it with great photography. We just see tons and tons of growth um, on my account specifically. You know, I've been moving the shop. I haven't really had a time to build um, anything specifically. So my video content hasn't been as quality as it was, say, a month ago when I was, you know, doing the toy truck and I was doing the end side table. And like I had really good uh, video content. My channel was growing four times what it is now when I've done a couple stills recently and just some less interesting content and it's a direct correlation to exactly that more photos less followers more video more followers and if you think about human nature if i have a 25 second video and i'm and i watch it once and then i watch it again and i watch it again that's three impressions on that piece of content i could stare at a photo for three and a half minutes and i still only get <laughs> one impression on that photo so as far as it goes <laughs> that, into that is, math, a, that is a great example. Like that is hilarious. That's I love that. Like you think about how you watch a video like three or four times. Like you should go back to it. Have you ever gone back to a picture and be like, oh my gosh, that picture? Like <laughs> no. I just want to stare at it a little bit longer. I mean, like yeah, I have like gone back just to see like, oh, what what did that look like? Or like that was a really cool thing. But it's not like yeah, you just sit there and just digest it. Like you yeah, know, I'm just gonna stare at this picture for a minute and a half. <laughs> like God, I love the clarity of the purples in this video. Now, I mean, like so, if you think about how you consume content, you can obviously see why video has a potential to do better. Um, and if you're trying to grow your platform, you you definitely need to be doing it. We 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 do all of our uh, you know top tier patron reviews. 
each month. And it's something we consistently tell anyone looking to grow is video, 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 video. So um, make sure that you <laughs> have video in your head, in your mind as you're creating content, especially if you want to, you know, grow your channel. Um, and it, we don't really think it matters what you're doing, you know, where you're, whether you're in the hair industry, or if you're selling hand cream or doing woodworking, you know, video is where you want to be and where you should be focused on. Um, and with that comes into a little bit more strategy and uh, in a topic we touched on, uh, I'm going to say three months ago or so with the resharing. <sighs> I'm going to take a deep breath before I get into it because resharing is is something that like it, it just irks me at my core these days. You know, it's it's with with what Brad just touched on with all of the accounts that are stealing content and reposting it for their own selfish intent. Um, you know, resharing is something that can be extremely powerful on Instagram, unfortunately. And I like seeing the copyright rules come out. And I like seeing the ownership rules and stuff that'll be rolling out a lot more here, hopefully in 2019. But with that, there's still a lot of potential to grow your uh, personal channel with resharing. And we're not talking about the old school way of going and throwing up a viral video of someone running thumbtacks into a wall. We're talking about taking your old content that has performed well for you and regurgitating that to your audience. As you grow a new audience, you know, if I look back on it, I hit 100,000 uh, followers in early summer. I've got 30 some thousand more now, right? They probably haven't seen the content that I posted early last year. So regurgitating it now is a perfect example of taking my own content that I put the time and effort into creating, reposting that on my own channel and watching something that already did well for me, do well for me again, and bring new people to my channel. Um, so a little kind of like a little hack, but some really good strategy that Brad and I have been incorporating into our content is reuse of your old content in a new way to new people, uh, just because we're seeing so much growth on the platform recently with video. Yeah, and it, and there's there's kind of a, a built in uh, avenue to do that anyway, right? And that's called Throwback Thursday. I mean it, that that's something that's been around forever, and uh, so it's not like yeah, you're you're just stuffing that out there to to try to jam in new followers. But like exactly what you said, John, like you've got all these new people who haven't seen it, and and I used to think like oh I like I used to really have a problem with that personally, uh, and I was like I don't want to I don't want to do anything new. And then what I realized was that I'd put it up there and I would get all these comments because if you think about the reach, like if you go and look at any post, even even resharing, you know, we've talked about this as well, about it as repurposing um, a build into multiple pieces of content that works for the same content too. In the, in the fact that, you know, less than 25% of your total following are going to see any typical post of yours. So when you repost that exact same post, that that actually will be getting people who are already following you who are going to see it. You're going to get the new people who are going to see it. And then, you know, again, it, if it's a quality piece of content and it gets shared and it gets tagged and all those different things bookmarked, then it goes out and can pull even more followers in for you. So that's um, it, it is really powerful. And, you know, we're not saying like, hey, post something that you did last week. You know, I would I personally like to go back at least, yeah, you know, at least three months or so. Uh, if I'm going to do like a throwback Thursday, uh, something like that. But as you get long in the tooth on the platform, you know, you can go back and sample stuff from t like I've been doing a lot recently of YouTube videos. They're like two years old. The beardless Brad hashtag beardless Brad. And everybody's like, <laughs> I don't even who know is that dude? <laughs> but it's fantastic because, uh, you know, they're like videos that uh, I 
So what I'm doing now is making short form content out of videos that I never made short current for short form content because I was so heavy on photographs back then, but I have all the old video that is perfect for sharing on Instagram. And so that's what I've been doing. And it's, that's been working extremely well. Yeah. And even, uh, I use it as like a precursor to new content coming out, right? If I did something similar in an old piece of content, that's a couple months old or a year or two years old, and I'm going to be doing something new, I lead into it. Tell a story kind of like, uh, we've talked about before here on the show. If you're going to be doing something that, you know, um, your audience is going to really dig say for me, you know, concrete, uh, I had that concrete post on, uh, go <laughs> absolutely nuclear and set me over that hundred thousand threshold. Um, so, you know, when next time I have a concrete project coming up, I'll preface it with that. And, and all it'll do, um, I put the work into creating that content, right? Like I, my audience loved it. Why wouldn't I want to serve it to more people? Um, and, and I love, um, that we've kind of fell on it. I know you, uh, you personally, like we're looking for a piece of content one day through a throwback out there and we were like, hold on light bulb ding. Like, oh, yeah. we've got all this because content. It, it, it went, it went harder than it did the time before. Yeah. And it's, and that's where you use your analytics to, to see that. So that, and we've said that in the past, I think we said it on the last Instagram episode of, uh, go in. So if you're looking of like, how do I know which ones did the best or which ones to, to, to reshare, go back and like search for the last year, uh, which of your pieces of content got the most follows, got the most engagement, got the most whatever. And, uh, it's just sitting right there at your fingertips. Yes. And I, and I love it. And I think it's fun because you get the conversation going back to those builds where you can like reminisce and talk about, and you get a lot of comments that are like, you know, I, I love seeing that build, you know, it was so much, it was so cool or, Oh, Hey, I check it out. I built this based on those plans or whatever you did. And, um, I think it's great conversationally. And, um, We've talked about repost being dead before. Uh, I think this is like a, a cool little spin on it, reposting your own stuff. And what it does, it forces you to internalize, evaluate your content, what's quality, what's not, and then you know reshare the things that you put the time and effort into building instead of going back, grabbing something off someone else's page and throwing that out there, um, which was a, a big way of growing your following in the past. Uh, you know, you can build a core audience around your content instead of around people wanting to see any content on your channel. Um, and we and we definitely think that's better for business and for content creators specifically, and especially people trying to be influencers. If you're trying to, you know, showcase skills, grow the community, increase awareness, uh, you want to be doing it with your own content. So love that. Love that little strategy. It's helped me grow dramatically this last quarter, um, especially as I was moving and had no <laughs> new content. I was able to go back and share some of my old stuff and it worked really well. Um, so Continuing on, moving into like our last little strategy thing. And if you're following us on Instagram, which you should be at Made for Profit, um, you probably have been seeing a lot of this lately, and that's going to be engaging in the stories, um, specifically with story questions. And I and I completely under uh, underestimated how awesome the story engagement would be. Um, but, yeah. you know, after we started using it a lot more, it's it's just absolutely been crushing for us. Yeah, it's um, I, I really so what we're talking about is uh, I think it's under the stickers, actually. So you go into the when you're in a store, you can do the stickers and then you can do questions. You can do a poll. But what we really like is the question. And it's like, you know, ask me anything type thing, I think, or ask me something or whatever the default text is there. Um, but there's two things I really like about it. One is that it's just a great way, you know, first and foremost, it's a great way, just another way for people to comment. So instead of coming down below, they just comment right there and you're asking a specific question and you're not just asking it verbally it's also written uh so if if somebody has the volume down or whatever they can see it they can type in there and two 
is that uh, it aggregates everything for you, which is fantastic. Again, when, when you start getting a lot of those DMs, it is, it is wonderful. Always love getting DMs, but it can get overwhelming. And when you ask a question using that, that question sticker, um, all of the, I, I kind of wish it was done a little bit better because if somebody gives you a long answer, you can't really read it. You have to do a weird thing to, to be able to read it, but it aggregates all the answers into that story. So they don't go to your DMs. So like all your answers are right there and it's, it's really good. Uh, if you need an opinion, like, I know, like, I think I've seen you, John ask, ask folks like, Hey, what do you use for, you know, or whatever? Like, so if you're asking people comments, instead of having this just completely spread through your DMs and mixed in with messages of people who are DMing you on other topics, you've got it all right there in one story. Uh, and so whatever it whatever it might be, hey, what are you looking? What would you like to see me do next? Uh, give me advice. What did you think about my last piece? You know, what's been your favorite thing for the year? You know, made for profit. We're asking folks, you know, what are your goals? What kind of uh, books are you reading? All those types of things. Uh, and and then it's really cool because then you can reshare that back. And that's something that I really like. So you can reshare their answer and, you know, basically let everybody see the other people's answers to the question, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And it's also a way for you to showcase and focus on like your true core audience. And if you've read the book tribes, which we've recommended a ton on the show, um, that's something that's vitally important to growing a real tribe. Um, so for for us, you know, we get to see the the individuals who um, comment and and are able to dive in there a ton and give their opinions and feedback. And those are the ones you want to be serving the most to, especially as a business. You know, if you have individuals who are taking the time to jump in and give you their opinions and feedback, um, you know, that is truly how you um, humanize your content as well as the person behind your business and also build that really, really strong core community. Um, so we've absolutely been loving it. We think it's a fantastic way to engage your audience. We think it's a fantastic way to feature people who engage with you as well, like Brad said, with the resharing. Um, and we've just been seeing uh, a ton of good things coming from that and, and love the execution um, that a lot of people have been doing the same thing as well. You know, you got free time in the airport or you got a you know, lunch break or whatever. Hop on there instead of throwing videos and, and things that take a lot of time to respond to. These questions, like Brad said, they're aggregated. They let you respond as, as quickly as you can, and then you can reshare them. Just such a cool little feature. Um, we've been seeing a lot of great uh, data coming back as far as impressions and uh, overall, you know, kind of growth uh, with this strategy. Absolutely, man. Those are cool ones. They're just nice little hacks. So uh, we're waiting for whatever is is next. We're always on on the watch out for new features. Actually, I just saw one drop, John. It's not in my account yet, but I saw the story on it yesterday that they're doing voice memos now uh, in the in stories, which, okay. I mean, because they're already doing video, but I guess, you know, if I, if I didn't do my hair that day, you know, I don't want you to see my face. Maybe I could just send you a voice memo in yeah. the DM. <laughs> so, I don't, but just little things. They're always adding these little, these little tidbits. And like John said, I think that that's, that seems to be uh, like the reply in the comments. Like, I think there's just going to be a lot of just little things that they just add and and they're just they're trying to make it better. And so across, we always try to say this. Instagram's goal is to keep you on Instagram. Mm. And so they want to make it as productive and as enticing and as fun and as life sucking as they can. And so. A lot of that is is good stuff, you know, along with that comes they they share you 
every dude getting hit with a baseball in the face, you know, after you watch that one video. But at the same time, they give you the productivity uh, of the things that'll that'll help you stay on platform. So just keep an eye out for that. And we will obviously will be as well. And, uh, you know, embrace the new features and use those to your advantage to uh, make your time on platform more efficient and uh, to help you grow your business on Instagram, which is uh, the whole goal here. Yeah. And if you've been using a new feature or you found something that's been working for you recently on Instagram, head on over to our uh, Facebook group and let the tribe know a great opportunity there to be able to share your feedback, your experience. And that's going to be found over at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash made for profit tribe. Um, we love the conversation that's happened over there on that community. And it'd be a great place for you to go and share your personal experience as well. Tremendous segue right there. Bravo on that one. If you guys were wondering, I'm flexing in the background right now. <laughs> and absolutely, if you want to go over to madeforprofit.com forward slash episode 76, uh, you can find that link there as well as the links to our Patreon page and uh, anything else that we're going through. Uh, if we have any stories or anything, we'll link them in the um, our articles. We'll link those in the profile of the or the actual body of that. Um, man, I just really lost that one, John. Uh, we'll, we'll link those in the show notes as well. See, I should just, I should have left well enough alone. You had a great segue and outro. I should have left it alone, but, uh, thank you guys for coming on. We are, uh, enjoying these little short snippets and coming back in the beginning of the year, we're going to be getting back into some interviews. Yes. So we're just starting to get those all set up and, uh, we're excited to get some, some more folks out there for you guys to, to learn from and, and for us to learn from, because, uh, you know, we've been off of the interviews for a while, but we're going to be coming back hard with those when we get into the new year. Yes. So with that being said, um, use this as an opportunity to hop in the Facebook group as well and give us your top three interviews that you'd like to hear in 2019. Love it. Love it. We will throw a post out there and uh, ask everybody for their opinion. Beautiful. Awesome. Cool, guys. We will see you next week. Right now, we're going to go hit the after show. Peace.